From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 14th of March 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through the latest updates from Ukraine. This isn't the only thing happening in the world though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, we discuss Russian money laundering. But first, what's been going on in Ukraine? With the war in Ukraine still raging, Ukraine's allies are still debating the ways that they can support the defence of the country, with fighter jets currently the main focus of conversation. During her last visit to Kiev last week, Finnish Prime Minister Sanna Marin said Finland could discuss donating some of its FA-18 Hornet fighter jets, adding the discussions are in the very early stages. But Marin came under fire back in Finland as she appeared to have not discussed the issue with President Sauli Ninisto, who said there has been no discussion with anyone. Meanwhile, the defence minister said he'd been unaware of the idea, as had the chairs of the Defence and Foreign Affairs Committees. As well as this, sending fighter jets could be a long and complicated process because of the need to get US approval for the exports, the need for pilots to be trained, and the fact that Finland's new F-35s, which are due to replace the old Hornets, aren't meant to arrive until 2025. Marin has since worked to clarify her comments, saying no one has promised Finnish fighter jets for Ukraine and that she was really referring to the general European discussion. The Ukrainian newspaper, the Kiev Independent, said that Marin seemed to have made a complete U-turn on the issue. Moving on from Finland, as we reported last week, the March 18th deadline for the extension of the Black Sea grain deal is approaching. The deal involving Ukraine and Russia was first struck in July last year, having been brokered by the UN and Turkey, and went on to be extended for a further 120 days in November. It enabled the safe export of Ukrainian food and agricultural products, like grain and fertiliser, from three of its Black Sea ports, and was key to tackling the global food crisis, which hit poorer countries particularly hard. Negotiations over extending the deal are ongoing, and the UN has pledged to do everything it can to bring about an extension. A Russian delegation said on Monday that Moscow was ready to accept an extension, but suggested it would only be for 60 days, half the length of time of the previous extension. A Ukrainian government official said Ukraine considered a 60-day extension to be a violation of the original agreement, which, quote, clearly states that extensions are possible for a minimum of 120 days. Okay, so that's our main story for today, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. President Joe Biden has approved a major oil and gas project in Alaska, a project that has been met with criticism from environmental activists. The $8 billion proposal has been dreamt up by ConocoPhillips, who argue that it will create local investment and thousands of jobs. Activists on TikTok have been a part of the opposition movement to the gas project, who argue that it should be stopped due to its impact on the climate and local wildlife. Ultimately, they argue, the project is in direct conflict with Biden's environmental credentials. In total, the new development is expected to produce 180,000 barrels of oil a day, although this will equate to about 278 million metric tonnes of CO2e over its 30-year lifetime, equivalent to about 2 million extra cars on the road. 
There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. At a meeting in San Diego, California, Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and US President Joe Biden unveiled the details of the AUKUS Pact, which will see the creation of a new fleet of nuclear-powered submarines. The three allies are seeking to counter China's increasing influence in the Indo-Pacific region. China has said the US, UK and Australia are embarking on a path of error and danger and are disregarding the concerns of international communities. The multi-billion dollar AUKUS pact will provide Australia with its first nuclear-powered submarines. The US will send three Virginia-class subs with up to two more if needed. The Allies will work together to create a brand new fleet of nuclear-powered subs, the SSN AUKUS, based on British designs including UK-made Rolls-Royce reactors and also US and Australian technologies. Joe Biden said the pact is about bolstering peace and security in the region, emphasising that the subs will be nuclear-powered, not nuclear-armed. We move to Bali now to discuss some rules brought in as the result of the behaviour of tourists. Since late February, the small island province has recorded 171 traffic offences from tourists, with some tourists being accused of using fake licence plates. Bali is now looking at banning tourists from using motorbikes. You should not roam around the island using motorbikes without wearing shirts or clothes, no helmet and even without a licence the governor said. He added, if you're a tourist, then act like a tourist. If the motorbike ban is introduced, then tourists will have to get around on vehicles that are provided by their travel agents. The proposed ban will likely be introduced as a regional law later this year, although it's not been suggested how it'll be enforced. An important milestone has been reached in the development of Africa's vaccine manufacturing capability this week. Rwanda received delivery of its first shipment of biontainers, which President Paul Kagame said will allow end-to-end mRNA vaccine production in Africa for the first time. The modular systems are effectively shipping containers that house the same manufacturing process and equipment as in the German-based BioNTech factory. The plan is for similar modular manufacturing hubs to be set up in Senegal and South Africa. The goal is to help address the huge disparities in global COVID vaccine access, as well as allow for the manufacturing of other vaccines for malaria and tuberculosis. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our discussion of Russian money laundering, then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. 
That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.